Welcome to the shit show, everybody. Episode number 26 of Biting the Bullet Podcast. I'm joined with my co-hosts, Typo and Jared. What's up? Myself, Luke. And uh, we're going to get in some shit today. Um, I wanted to bring up, first off, like, how's everybody's week been? You know, it's Friday. It's the day after Halloween. I only have three fully functional figures on my left hand, and it hurts. Fingers. On my left hand. I was like, hurts. what? Sorry, I mumbled a little bit there. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. What I, happened to your fingers? Work I didn't even know this. Work fucked me up, dude. Work whooped my ass this you, week. You cut more fingers? Yeah, fucking slammed my fucking thumb. My drill got caught on a knot and fucking spun. Were you and, wearing gloves? No. Oh. And it I fucking... Was like, that was your problem. It uh, slammed my thumb into the steel beam under it, and it hurts. Nice. And then I got the cut still. Trunk out of my knuckle. Yeah. Nice, bud. Good doing, job. Doing ignorant shit. Well, Custom homes, baby. Typo, how was school? School was gay, dude. <laughs> school was gay. How'd you throw in the Axe League this week? <laughs> dude, it was fucking terrible, man. That was not fun. Dude, we threw so bad this week. Yeah, I don't know. So we really bad talk about week. that much, but we're in an Axe Throwing League. I beat the world champion of Axe Throwing, so did Luke. Yeah. I beat him once, so I feel pretty good about gang, that. Gang, gang. But I'm glad I didn't face him this week because I was fucking terrible. Dude, you threw so a perfect score is 81, and Typo threw a 45 this week. <laughs> he hasn't thrown a 45 since season one, and we've been doing this a couple seasons. So during the boogaloo, what you need is you're gonna carry a couple tomahawks. But oh yeah, no, I, I, that, you know me, like that's my, <laughs> like my first thing that I, if we get raided, the first thing I'm grabbing is my axe, and I'm trying dude, to take just go least, for it. I'm trying go to take at least it. one person I've, out yes, with an axe dude. throw to the dome. Go out yeah. a fucking legend. Well, yeah, just no, no. <laughs> like, think about the psychological yeah. fuck up from the friends yeah. behind him. We're like yeah. they're, they're storming in. Their, their front guy has an axe and it's dope. Like, all hypothetically, hypothetically as fuck. Like let's say some. LMTs fucking break down or like breach our fucking door <laughs> and the first thing they see is the guy that jumped into the door first just gets a fucking dome rack of an axe to his forehead and falls backward backs outside the door and everybody else in the stack is just looking at him like yo what the fuck did we just walk into that's worse than Creedence Clearwater fucking yeah. fortunate son playing on the radio when they start well, that's when I turn it up and well, yeah. Jared just fucking it like, fires the AK it like fades in. allegedly <laughs> allegedly we're talking about local municipal tyrants we're not talking about like yeah. anybody important yeah you know, just yeah, people that are tyrannical in our local or yeah. slash municipal area. Or it could be the Russians, dude, you know? Yeah, Russians, the Russians took over the government. <laughs> yeah, 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 Russians. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'm, that's that's my goal. I'm, I'm <laughs> taking one out. When the commies invade, my definition of commie is very broad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually very specific. <laughs> There's just a lot of people that fall into it. <laughs> But you know, like that's become less probable now, though, because why? Oh yeah, fucking no. smooth. Beto's, Beto's. I hate like, you. Did you like that? I hate you. Did no, you? I, it was horrible, but Fuck. smooth. <laughs> Beto work. <laughs> Just announced that he is not running for president anymore, and this is as of <laughs> or November first, sometime today. I can't tell you the time. It's my, my dog's mom. birthday. 
Yeah, and your dog's a fucking Russian spy. Yeah, my dog's a fed. We had a refrigerator guy that didn't speak almost no English come in today and talk to Typo, but he talked to the dog more in Russian (laughs) than he talked to Typo in English. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was really weird. Was Mikey, like, paying attention to him? Yes. Of course he was. You know how, like, when you talk to your dog, like, there's a bit of, like, in your mind that you're like, oh, he understands me a little bit. But when, he, when you see him talking to a Russian and he's still doing like that all like happy, his tongue's out and like loves getting pet, but it's a guy just speaking straight Russian to him, freaks you out, man. You think he like understands the fucking Russian, man. <laughs> and the dog's name is Mikhail Klashnikov? That is true. I, I'm I'm that fucking, I'm, I'm gay. I'm sorry. His, his dog's <laughs> a sleeper cell and Jared made him one. His sister is Remington. Yeah, American. <laughs> I didn't own a Remington. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jared made his dog a sleeper cell and he woke up on his third birthday because the refrigerator broke and the refrigerator man is Russian. Yeah. Good job. But yeah, Beto's gone. Yeah. It sucks. Beto's out. And I'm going to miss it. So I, maybe the commies won't come. <laughs> see, I, I think Typo's like, oh, that means the Boogaloo's over. And I still think Kamala Harris I didn't say the Boogaloo's over. I said the chances are lower. I think the chances are higher because... What's her face? Kamala Cop Harris. Cop Mala Harris is uh just got a I bet you she gets a portion of his fucking fans. You know what's funny? Is either one of two things is gonna happen now. I'm gonna make this call. Either one is that another one of the lower tier candidates is gonna all of a sudden take up arms of the anti gun argument. Oh yeah, somebody's I So look at this. At first it was Eric Swalwell. A no nothing candidate that's going nowhere. Yeah, Beto he didn't gets really eliminated. Right after Eric fucking dropped, all of a sudden Battle O'Rourke's like, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but then all of a sudden <laughs> Battle O'Rourke's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be the anti-gun argument guy, and now he's dropped out. What? So I'm like, it's either that or B. All the other candidates are gonna shut the fuck up about it because they're all kind of front runners. So, like, the anti-gun argument will still, like, be there, but it won't be, like... It's not going to be, like... It won't be Beto on TV. Hell, yeah, we're coming for your guns. Like, no, (laughs) hell, yeah, we're coming for your AK-47. Hell, yeah, we're coming for your AR-15. And all the other candidates have to keep that level. Like, it builds that momentum in that debate. So, like, it's... Yeah. It's one of those two. It's either going to become, like, a nothing topic. It's going to be just, like, who has greater health care. And... Dude, I fucking hate the health care debate. Or... Another one of the candidates going to slack in the fucking polls. Dude, Tulsi would be a fed. What? That'd be fucking hilarious if it was her. If she took up the gun debate? Yeah, dude. Dude, I, 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 I still I would, stand I by the laugh. position that I hate Tulsi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't give yeah. a fuck about her. No, That's I know, I'm you, saying I know you guys be, don't. I, I was just want to say it would be funny if it was, it would she be do really that. Fucking, all the libertarians I, that fucking argue for Tulsi and then it, she just takes up the... We're, hell yeah, we're coming for your guns. Yeah, dude. I'm an army veteran and I carry this weapon to war. I, and then, or the God, gonna I can so see it's it. Gonna Peter. It's going to oh, be Peter. It's going to be Peter. It's It might be Budigig. Oh, yeah. It might be Budigig. Budigig. Like, he'll, he'll yeah, do. Yeah, you mean car? <laughs> God damn it, car. <laughs> he look, looks. Look, change you, your fucking face. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm aggressive. <laughs> I don't mean that. Fix your face. Fix your face. No, but uh, yeah, dude, that'd be really funny. I could see that, dude. That'd be hilarious. I just Peter I, out there, just how I was in the army and uh, I, could totally I deployed see it. the war. I mean, how many guys do we fucking argue with on Twitter about that? I was in the Marine Corps and I carried my M16. I look for those. I know, dude. That's like my favorite people to argue against. Like, bitch, you do not speak for us. 
shut the fuck up about your service. And it's just like, because I can immediately get a lot of the, like the bullshit arguments out of the way and just go for like straight for like the jugular. Yeah, like straight like, well, you know what? Uh, I was, you know, I'll just throw like the vet thing out there just to get that out of the way. And then it's like, um, all right, let's talk about like, yeah, like this is the fight you you realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess dude, that'd be, that's kind of weird. And it's like, oh, you went to combat a bunch of times. Get blown up a lot? Yeah, I fucking did. Yeah. By a bunch of fucking illiterate idiots. A bunch of fucking farmers that have, like, one motorcycle for their village. Yeah, but the U.S. government would never turn on its people, Jared. Ever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Allegedly. Dude. <clears throat> Waco? Those guys were a bunch of religious freaks. Yeah. 100%. 100%. They set their kids on fire, all right? Yeah. <laughs> That was totally they, wild. They man. shot their dogs. They yeah. shot their dogs. <laughs> oh, dude! But they even think about that. It's like those people got put in like the where you look at the, the Netherlands. Those people got work worked over in like the worst possible situation because they weren't they weren't there to like fight. That's why I hate when fucking dipshits use Waco as an argument. Is like this is a time when people stood up to the government. Like, no, it's not. You think people that would stand up like actually are like, I'm going to fight the government. I'm going to all sit compound. in this fucking little ass fucking house all with each other in yeah, one area with house. their fucking weapons. Wasn't even a combat. And like, just Wait. like, I'm going to sit here and watch them roll tanks up to me and just like, dude, like the first guy got shot when he was eating his fucking breakfast in his underwear. Like, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, he you. was really like looking forward to the fight. <laughs> and those motherfuckers still smoked bitches. Yeah. And they, we had tanks. Look at that. Made national fucking news. Yeah. Yeah. Caused further terrorist action. It had blowback. Yeah. But all I know is Beto's gone. Beto is gone. I so, know. Now there's just a bunch of other clowns left. Yeah. So I'm going to make the call. Probably going to be wrong, but uh, Peter Bootneg is going to start fucking picking up <laughs> yeah. the... Uh, I don't know how to say his name, dude. I know. Bootegeg? Bootegeg? Bootegeg. Bootegeg. I did Hey, man, it's 2019 chill. I know, dude. <laughs> Women are people, too. <laughs> Women are people, too. Yeah, so. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I don't, I still don't understand why you said that. I talked episode. myself into a hole. I don't, I don't even know what, like, no one else took it that way. You're making a point that, like, no one else took it that way. No one articulate. else took it that way. Like, all of us were just like, what? Like, why did you even say that? I don't again? know. But, I, like, <laughs> I, I'm just betting, like, <laughs> Sarah was in the background looking at you and you felt awkward and you were like, well, I mean, women, oh, she are, hated women it. are people too. And that's when it like fucked yourself over because <laughs> nobody thought you were saying that they weren't people at that point. I don't know. But man. you apparently did. So I don't know. You got, some, <laughs> you got some deep-seated issues you need to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Tell myself I don't know, champ. <laughs> no, for realsies though. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Hey, don't fucking tell yourself. God damn, we had a whole episode about it. Oh shit. But yeah, so Beto's, where were we? Beto well Beto's gone, that's where we were. Yeah, and Peter and Peter Peter <laughs> Peter Gay. Dude, I'm fucking <laughs> God, I hate you so much. God damn the typo. Uh, uh, best episode ever. We're not gonna get through this, are we? <laughs> So anyway, Peter, good old Peter. I bet he's gonna fucking take up the old the old gun argument. Yeah, you I know, can see it. I hope he does, dude, because that's gonna be so fucking is, great. He's, he's he's a mayor, right? Mayor. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he's mayor of. But... Honestly, it would work for Gay him too. <laughs> Honestly, it would work for him too. Anytime anybody in the military that like come, comes out and is like, I'm fucking anti-gun. 
It fucking, dude, liberals latch onto that shit yeah. like fucking. Well, dude, like white on rice. Every, yeah, every time you, you keep calling him Peter, and every time I, I hear Peter, I think of football. When you Peter, get, Peter, when Peter, don't kick, touch your Peter. They kick a punt to you, and it like goes a retarded way, and you don't want to hit it. You don't, you don't want anybody, you don't want your team to hit it, so you scream Peter, so everyone looks up and like, get away from the Peter! Yeah, because, you know, Peter, 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 you don't touch your Peter on yeah. the football field. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Every time you say Peter, that's automatically yeah. what goes through my head. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit! It's Peter. Stay away from Peter. <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> I know it's a name. I've never even met a Peter in my life. No. I met a Pete. Yeah. Over Skype. <laughs> we were on a show. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't, I'm just going to give that humble brag right there. Go listen to our show on uh, Peter, Pete, Pete, Bach. Pete Raymond? Yeah. Cool Pete. <laughs> Not cool the Pete. gay one. <laughs> oh my God. Type <laughs> Not the mayor of Gay Town. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate this show. I hate you all. <laughs> Women are people too. I'm punishing myself. <laughs> Peter's people <God> too. <laughs> well, anyway, so we were gonna, so we just wanted to get that out of the way. We got Beto. Beto's gone. Beto's gone. That's what's out of the way. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna cry. Stay yeah. away from Peter. <laughs> oh, yeah, we figured it out. Beto's out of the way. Stay away from Peter. All right, we're moving on we're to the next on. subject. Chelsea still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that we talked about that at this point, but whatever. <laughs> so we, uh, one of the things that I've been big on lately is the NCAA and how shitty it is towards, you know, players and stuff like that. I don't know. I almost went to college and played sports. So it's like one of those things for me where it always annoyed me that, you know, these basically giant corporations, universities or whatever, government subsidies and tournament camps at a higher level – uh, decided that they can just use these people's, you know, athletes and things like that. Their fucking likeness is what they're equating it to. You know, their names, their fucking faces and video games, jersey sales and all these things. And these people don't get any kickback. And they say that, well, originally their kickback was, oh, you get a scholarship to go to free. You get free school kind of thing. It always pissed me off because it's like, yo, they're making millions of dollars off these people. And their college degree is worth, you know, I mean, it's still a chunk of change. It's a couple hundred thousand dollars for some of them, but they're not getting like, it's, it doesn't equate to each other. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, so the NCAA, a lot of people felt the same way. And the NCAA ruled last week, I think something about, uh, you know, they're going to start paying players for their likeness. So their names, their faces, <laughs> them contributing to the team. Well, within the hour, we had senators all around the country deciding to say, well, if they're going to do that, we're going to tax the fuck out of them. And I just wanted to play this clip from Mitt Romney. You guys have heard it already, but I just want everybody to know what we're talking about. And it's Mitt Romney getting asked. Oh, I'll play the question, too. Let's see. Here we go. Actually, an embrace of a new model. Oh, shit. Well, I think given the California legislation and the fact that the Board of Governors has set East a right, here we model. Go. Oh, same well, spot. Think, Never mind. The California legislation and the fact that the Board of Governors is saying, yeah, OK, we're open to this idea. Uh, that suggests that there's actually going to be some movement here. And if not, why well, I think Congress will act to make some movement, because I think we recognize it's just not fair to have these athletes uh, giving it the kind of time they give to their sport 
and not receiving any kind of compensation or remuneration, particularly at a, at a time where they come from very, very poor families in many cases. But look, what you can't have is a couple of athletes on campus driving around in Ferraris while everybody else is you know, basically uh, having a hard time making ends meet. And you can't have a setting where some schools that are in major markets or, or have big sport followings, some schools are like the honeypot, and everybody, all the great athletes, all want to go to those handful of schools. Then you then you kill collegiate sports. So there needs to be some adjustment to the whole name, image, and likeness approach to make sure that we don't create those problems. Yeah, that's that's Mitt Romney, Romney Senator Mitt Romney. And uh, I stopped Jared before the show after that played. So I want to get your uh, reaction to that, Jared. Dude, that's <laughs> Mitt Romney, a Republican. A Republican... Yeah. free market presidential candidate <laughs> presidential candidate he just said his argument was these people then have too much so we need to make them more poor <laughs> that, that's at the very very bottom least you can sway it any way you want but that's the baseline of his argument yes <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, and so uh, there's another a mayor, Richard, or no, Senator Richard Burr. He's from North Carolina. He uh, within. So it happened three days ago. And within the hour of it breaking, uh, he goes on Twitter and says, if college athletes are going to make money off their likeness while in school, their scholarships should be treated like income. I'll be introducing legislation with that subject scholarships given to athletes who choose to cash in in quotes to income taxes. So, and like my problem with this is they're already, so these, these kids, cause they are, they're fucking kids. Yeah. They're 18 year olds that are getting a college scholarship, which means, you know, uh, scholarships are used to give advances to people that have, you know, a special talent or a, got a certain qualification or something like that, you know, any number of things you can get a scholarship for. But these specifically athletes got athletic scholarships and academic scholarships for being really, really fucking good. And now we're going to tax the shit out of them now because he just said scholarships. He didn't say any money that they're getting from. And I'm, I know he means the money that they're going to get on top of this from, you know, their likeness, image and name. But on top of this, now their scholarships are going to get taxed yeah. as income tax. How that makes sense, how it wasn't a problem before, and they didn't decide to tax it, but now that they get extra money on top because it's not just going towards – it's not just staying inside the yeah. school because that's basically what it what it was before is like this money is staying inside the school. And guess what? Schools are Most schools are ran by the government, yeah. if not every school, even private universities <laughs> – have government kickbacks and subsidies all the time. So now that they might actually get some money in their pocket and you don't see, you know, grade A college athletes living in their fucking cars that they bought in when they were 16 years old. <laughs> now they're, oh, their scholarships are now subject to taxes or they're going to try to, they're going to introduce legislation that does it. And Mitt Romney's fucking, he started off great. He's like, you know, they've been, Swindled, basically. Yeah. He talks and like such a reptile, dude. I can't do. I know. Yeah. Romney. I yeah, really I can't. can't. But you know, he it, he's he started out, and you had us in the first half. <laughs> he's a Hillary Clinton in Republican clothing. 
Yeah, but in but my thing was is like he he started off great, you know. Yeah, these kids have been getting used by the universities and stuff like that, but the government wants their cut. Yeah, that's basically what he's saying. He doesn't want them, you know, having Ferraris. They don't. Yeah, because we can't have the the inequality of somebody yeah. doing really well and making money for yeah. the school to be driving around in a Ferrari when the school is making other people extremely poor. Yeah. So they have to be poor too. And it's like, fuck you, bro. And that's what the government does constantly. Yeah. Well, it's like fucking no one gave a shit when a bunch of PFCs fucking right when they to the fleet and they buy a fucking dumbass must 2018 Mustang with 30% APR. <laughs> that's not a big deal. Oh, no, because then later on, those are the fucking same dipshits that are going around going, Man, we're underpaid as fuck in the military. <laughs> yeah. We don't make any fucking money. I was explaining that shit to my coworker. And it's like, yo, we don't make a whole lot because of money was, in the military, but like for the job that I do, probably got paid. Because I said the initial base yeah, pay right for like way. a PFC, like an 18-year-old PFC. I said the initial base pay for that. And he kind of looked at me and was like, that's not really a lot of money. It was like, what, and I was like, in the States, it was like six fifty every two weeks. I, that was like my Lance Corporal pay. Yeah, yeah, it was like, five, it was like, it was like 500. Five, it was like 540-something. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. So 1000 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah so about 1000 bucks a month. And he looked at me like, what the fuck? And I was like, all right, think about it like this. How much money do you have left over at the end of the week that goes towards like either savings or just bullshit recreation? And he was like, like 300 maybe. And he works two jobs and he makes a good amount of money in my company. Yeah. So fucking, I'm like, yeah, what do you think that kid pays for? Yeah. You don't pay for shit as a boot in the fleet. No. Maybe a phone. Mommy and daddy probably pays still pays the little fucker's cell phone bill because well, he's our hero. I don't well, I don't know about that one. Well yeah, but dude, just, I'm all, but dude, my parents pay my cell phone bill as a PFC. Yeah. Bitch it up. Say so it is just a phone. Yeah. Well, I was just saying because you know, like, yeah, even if it's just a phone, let's say that's like a hundred a hundred dollars. Twenty bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. But so they don't they don't have to pay for that. No, but what else rent, do you, you don't pay yeah, for you don't. food? I mean, you can buy whatever extra food you want, but there's a whole fucking basically cafeteria that serves you three meals a that day. That you're required to use. Yes. That you're supposed to use, yeah. Well, but they take money out of it. At the yeah. They, they, <laughs> but even then, it's not a lot. It was $300. Is it? Yeah, it was okay. like, it was $365. It was basically a, Base, it's basically a dollar a day. Like, live and stuff. Yeah. I don't really know. Ours is like $300. And 29 Palms, it was, and 29 Palms, it was 365 Because oh. I remember looking it up. Oh, shit. Because I was trying to get my fucking... That's why I was like, oh, let's just go to the chow hall because yeah. I took my money. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, Breakfast go, on with your, go on with your point about the PFCs and not paying for shit. Oh, well, it's so like, well, at the end of the day, that kid always always has more leftover yeah. expense money. And there's guys that were really good with it and they saved it and they just kind of sat in the rooms. They may have bought like a little TV and an Xbox. Yeah, our last roommate was really good and at saving his fucking money. all of a sudden, <laughs> they're like, Fucking, you guys are like a year in Lance Corporals, and you're like broke as shit. And he's like, dude, I have like eight grand saved in the bank. Yeah, yeah. dude. In Japan, I had, and within like, within my first year in Japan, I had like three thousand dollars saved up. Yeah, dude. It's pretty easy to save money. And I was, and I was spending money, money in Japan. In Japan. I was yeah. spending so much money in Japan, right. and I still had three k saved up. Yeah, you could fucking ball out as a PFC in Japan. Yeah, you and still can. save money. Yeah. So easy, but you know, like going back to this whole thing, it's government wants their money. Yeah, and that's that's what this NCAA thing comes like, down that's to. That's oh yeah, the baseline of this all. Well, how long after the NCAA announced that was that fucking tweet? 
an hour, like an hour, like yeah, a full an hour. fucking hour. And then the whole baseline of it is literally pretty much is like these people are making money, government gets money too. And then you have Mitt Romney, a Republican, who I'm pretty sure argued about being free market and shit yep. during his fucking yes, he did. presidential campaign. Um, he was literally just like <clears throat> these people might get Ferraris, so we must make them poor. Yeah, it's like, what? Like how much money? Like I don't know. I didn't read everything. So like, how much money do you think they're gonna get? I feel like it can't be enough to buy a Ferrari. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, like, know. Like, like I, you think these schools are really going to take a pay cut to yeah. give these kids money? Like, I think they'll definitely have to give them some money. But, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm way wrong and college players are making millions. Like, I have no idea. I, just I don't, honestly don't care. I don't see that. But I, I just, just don't. don't shit. I just love the whole base of the argument. I love how quick well, it is. Well, and that's what, it, that's what I wanted to talk about. Was It's not so much the NCAA thing. It's the, the response of congressmen. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what's insane is, like, yeah. why are they involved? Well, that's why you already see fucking congressmen and senators, senators coming out about Bitcoin. Yeah. Because they have no way to tax it. So they're like, well, fuck. These people now have money that's being accepted in places, and we don't get our fucking cut. Yeah. And it pisses them off, and it's fucking hilarious. Well, and that's, and that's kind of where I, I wanted to go with this conversation was, like, like if you don't pay the government their, their due, what they think they're due – like you're fucked, like, and they will find a way, and that's why this whole new, you know, this double, this NCAA thing is coming in, and then you know the same thing with Bitcoin. They're starting to talk about it because they're getting scared of it, and every time somebody starts finding a way to make some money, that's outside the scope of what government is taxing is already taxing. It's wrong. Yeah, and it's just insane to me. And I think it's crazy that people are okay. There, there's people defending it. Like, yeah, oh yeah, they should be taxed. Yeah, yeah, be, because they have more should than be taxes income. Because most people, because those people do have one argument, right? Most people are fucking greedy, and it's mostly them. <laughs> like you're just jealous because another dude has more shit than you. That's I'm all sorry. it is. They're freak athletes, and we pay extreme amounts of money to go watch them play. I'd rather they have it than the fucking school, honestly. They yeah, get enough of my real. tax money anyway. Yeah. yeah, fuck the schools, dude. Yeah, for I real. just think it's crazy. I think it's insane. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's just amazing. Yeah, like we said, it's amazing to watch like how fast it takes for the government to be like more. I'm introducing you. legislation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I'm taxing you. That's like, what? insane. Of course. It's funny how fast some things get legislated. Right. You know? Yeah. Especially when it comes to government and getting their money. I bet, it'll, like, be, I bet it'll be a bipartisan bill. Oh, probably. Yeah. I don't even doubt it. Well, because, you know, I mean, the left is going to eat that up. Like, oh, yeah, everybody should be making the same yeah, amount of money. Right. Yeah. If they're driving Ferraris, everybody should be driving Ferraris. Actually, we don't think everybody should be driving Ferraris. We think everybody should be driving fucking hoopties because, <laughs> you know, if somebody's driving a hoopie, hoopty, everybody should. Okay, I'm in quality. Yeah. Fuck the left, bro. Dude, equal. Fuck the right. Equal outcomes. Fuck government. Well, I guess we can move into our next point about government indoctrination. And we're going to talk about our boy, Nick Sarwark. I hate everything. And uh, this was kind of, well, I listened to this today just randomly. And Jared brought it up because one of our viewers brought it up with uh, Scott, Scott Horton. Horton on Mance Raiders new show on Mance Raiders new uh, Q&A with Scott Horton and it's the last question but it's about uh, Nick Sarwak and him talking about how foreign policy how, this is, it's yeah how foreign policy 
doesn't affect domestic policy. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna play this clip. It's uh it's a little less than two minutes. So we're gonna we're gonna play this clip because I think the whole thing is important. But um yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna fucking shit on Nick Sarwak some more. So all those that uh, don't like us talking about Nick Sarwak, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Eat a dick. Another libertarian signed an open letter saying racists are not welcome within the libertarian movement. Full stop. People in Charlottesville that are chanting the little Tiki Torch Brigade. I think that was a big threat to the country, like bigger than the warfare state, bigger than like, say, like socialists on the left. I mean, how about the people who the are like. The warfare state doesn't you threaten have, the so you inside have of our country, Dave. That's the thing. The warfare state doesn't threaten the inside, the of, inside our country. of our country. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. We don't think you bomb another country. Oh. It doesn't bomb the Baltimore. The warfare state does not right? affect Whereas the, the criminal justice state locks people up Wait in our country. Wait one second. Are you out of your mind? Where do you think they got all those fancy military gears, the police stations that are they're using for that? They buy them off the DHS. They buy them off right, the Right, but that's department. after they've already used yeah, the warfare state. Sure, but the warfare state doesn't affect the domestic population. Dude, you got war is the health of the state. I'm aware. Okay, don't tell me that. But the don't George tell w. me Bush. that that foreign policy is more important than criminal justice reform because that's not true. It is. It um, is not. It absolutely is. Criminal uh, justice reform is way more important to Americans because Americans, well, to are Americans the ones, you just added a new term in there. Hold on, let me finish one. Where saying do we run our elections in America? Yes, that's right. And where do we do our genocide in the Middle East? Okay, so uh, anyway, let me finish the Only point that we're I'm not making. bombing Philadelphia. Right. Um, anyway, well, by the way, if someone did bomb Philadelphia or supported bombing like Philadelphia, the move bombers, right, right, and if someone supported that and they were all about it, let's say they didn't do that. Let's say they killed a hundred thousand people in Philadelphia. You think it'd be okay if uh, someone who supported that was the LP nominee? Probably years not. later. Probably not. I'm not so it's only man. when it's in Iraq. Then it's Iraq. <laughs> all right. Um, so it seems like uh, I don't know. First world privilege to me. Thanks. So shout out to fucking obviously that was Dave Smith. I'm sure. Ninety nine point nine percent of you all listen to him, but it's more. To, don't it's more to refresh our memory, refresh your memory, whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, the first thing uh, Dave Smith says immediately to his comment of uh, our foreign policy doesn't affect our domestic policy. Um, exactly what he says is like, where do you get those fancy military, all those fancy military toys with? See, you know, I wouldn't have even gone there first if I was Dave Smith. The first thing I would have gone to was like, what about the fucking Patriot Act, bro? Like no, that, yeah. that would have been my oh, 100%. Off. But go ahead. But, but, but what I'm saying, what I'm, my point is, is uh, Mao Zedong once said, all power, comes, all power comes out of the barrel of a rifle. Having all these fucking fancy ideas and all these fancy fucking authoritarian grabs are great, but there's certain fucking variables at play. It's a lot harder to say, we're going to build assault rifles and armored vehicles for your police. That doesn't pass over as easy with the fucking public. However, you just so happen to be in this wondrous little fucking war for the past few years. And the way the military works is, especially when it's at war, it's obviously its budget is fucking flooded. So they're just fucking spending, 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 spending on fucking new gear, new shit, reinventing shit, fucking everything else. And uniformity. So people get issued shit. That's what you have to fucking wear now. So what happens to the old shit? Well, it gets put in a fucking warehouse. Now all of a sudden it's, (laughs) Well, it, it, I've heard it argued as, well, it's the government being fiscally respons- responsible oh because it, you know, it's just going to go to waste then. It reuses it. <laughs> it reuses it. Ah, dude, I was listening to like, it. But, but the military gear is there. And then not to mention, you could go even fucking deeper about the multitudes that easily oh. just as many, if not more, as there are vets like us 
there's a large swath of vets that get out and they drink all that fucking Kool-Aid. And those dudes, a lot of times, become fucking cops and get into fucking SWAT teams. Like I said, all fucking power comes out of the barrel of a rifle. Those fucking SWAT teams, yeah, they're fucking, police kind of fucking suck until they got like two, three fucking Marine Corps fucking dudes and a guy that was in the Rangers for fucking 10 years. <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like, uh, fuck. Oh, now it's a big deal? Now it's a big deal. Yeah. And then you have fucking military instructors and military trainer and military trained people teaching these tactics and teaching these patterns of control to fucking police. Yeah. And there's like so many ways you can attack him on like Nick Sarwak on this. Yeah. Like what you said, you could talk about the budget. And then the yeah. biggest number one spending in our For real. bill is the war state. And it always just goes up and puts us more and more into debt. Like there's so many ways you could argue that as a libertarian. And for him to say that, representing <laughs> the libertarian party, it's fucking is, disgusting. It's insane. It's stupid. It's garbage. It's insane. You're yeah. a fucking garbage bitch. And then we want to go even fucking deeper is now you have like fucking programs that specifically like we've talked about before. You have programs and training that go specifically to fucking go against a lot of these fucking vets that come home from said fucking wars and they're all fucked up or they're fucking doing shit the government doesn't fucking like. And fucking a bunch of dudes got to go kick in their fucking door. But they know that guy's killed people before. Yeah. And that dude comes home all fucked up. And does, that has effect on a community. And that has oh, effect fucks on that a community. Yeah, 100%. Like, it just ripples. Destroys fucking relationships. Yeah. But, like, they're, they're, literally, there's so many ways you would attack this asshole in that comment. Like, there's fucking families. There's, make that comment? there's families that have multiple fucking children killed in the last fucking 18 years of these wars. For multiple, yeah. almost multiple generations. Yeah, for real. One, it's I, like that shit wears on like you're like it's a small a series of small conflicts in proportion to the United States, but like eighteen years straight of that shit, almost directly after the Gulf War, like that's that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking strain on a lot of fucking people for a super long period of time. Yeah, dude. He's a fucking retard. Dude, I hate Nick Sarwalk. And dude's an like, utter fucking walnut. Why do you, why do you, <laughs> I, love, I love you on Twitter. You're an utter spoon. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it's so fucking funny for some reason. I don't know what it means, but it gets the people going. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, my God. That utter spoon shit cracks me up. But, yeah, dude, I was, like, I was, I was looking for an article – Typo sent it to us. I got such a fucking turkey turbo. Oh, <laughs> you fucking turkey turbo. <laughs> turbo uh, turkey. Uh, they, you said, you sent it to us a little bit ago, but it was, I don't remember what it was on. But anyways, uh, a viewer or not, a listener sent it to us and it was about how much the uh, government spends on or the Pentagon has spent on whatever. But just typing in, did the, or the Pentagon, I typed in on Google, the Pentagon spent, and the first thing that popped up, and it was $4.6 million on lobster and crab in a month. <laughs> but, Goddamn right. But it's like, I, I, it just frustrates me that we allow, like this whole idea that Nick Sarwak said, that the foreign policy and the decisions that we make inside the DOD basically don't affect domestic policy at all is fucking asinine, especially because the first one that you, that we're bringing up is just look at the fucking debt. Our foreign policy killed in the end three thousand people in New York City. Basically, yeah, yeah. 
And I don't understand how people don't get that. Because uh, it's the same argument I was having with somebody on fucking Twitter today about the fucking warfare state and shit like that. But, uh, and the argument I was making was, um, the, it's blowback theory. And it's, uh, you know, like, this is no by way means justifying dudes mass murdering a bunch of fucking people in any way or form. They're evil pieces of shit. However, the justifications are there and they have a semblance of realism. The best propaganda has a baseline in truth. So you give in fucking crazy dudes to fucking hurdle fucking, in some cases, illiterate, poor, fucking barely surviving fucking dudes that are now pissed off because they've been affected by this shit. And you can radicalize that guy to blow himself up. It's- Easily. Well, and there was some, it was on the Fatcast bonus episode when they were talking about the uh, – they started – not the point that they brought up with you where the whole Syria thing, but the other point that Bird brought up. This is uh, episode 99 of uh, Friends Against Government podcast. This was a very good episode. Thanks for the shout out, boys. Yeah. And but they brought up the well, I was going to take it back to, um, you know, mil- or police militarizing, basically. But uh, they were talking about. How a lot of people were like, why don't we just sell all this extra gear, you know, how we were talking about that right at the beginning yeah. of this conversation, just sell off this extra gear. And, you know, that's a, first off, it's a bad idea f- foreign policy wise. Like, Oh, let's just sell off these old tanks and shit to another country because we don't need them. Anymore. Oh yeah. We do that too. Like a motherfucker. Well, we do that too. And they brought up the, a great point where it's like, that's what Russia did. And that's why we, Afghanistan was as well, you know, I, Afghanistan and Iraq were as well, like, uh, equipped as they were with, yeah with rifles and things like that but it, it goes to, if we just do it domestically and then we <laughs> give it to police forces and stuff like people want to use fucking gear like i don't know oh, how many yeah, times dude, fucking i don't man. know how many times i was in the marine corps and we had like something that we wanted to use and they were like well let's just use it because we'll never get another chance to use it yeah like or not to or, mention or like you you brought up in plenty of shows when we talk about ordinance with fucking uh uh, with uh, artillery, like it's like, oh, we have this much ordnance. Hey, let's just shoot it off because we won't get the same amount next year if we don't shoot it off this year. So let's just fucking shoot it off, and it goes right back into the cycle of fucking, you know, let's just pay more money for. And shit. then not to mention, uh, Matt Matt Freeman from uh, Status Quo, and I'm pretty sure uh, Pat from Endless Ones Damn, we're just dropping drop this right out. Now. Yeah, we're fucking <laughs> we're citing bitches. Um, fucking brought bring up all the time. I've heard him bring up several times. Like, remember you guys put on gear. It makes you feel like a badass. It makes you feel like a yeah, fucking thug. Dude. You put on a flak, dude. You're like sitting there with like your rifle, fucking your little knit cap on, fucking helmet on top, smoking a cigarette. It's like five in the morning. And you're all kitted out. You feel kind of like a fucking badass. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's like, it's. It, I don't want those. You're like, you feel ready to go fuck people up. I don't want the people that patrol my streets to have that feeling. Yeah, that's not the feeling that they should have. Like if they're peace officers, which they're not. Like, if they are peace officers, they shouldn't be fucking fully kitted up. And people are going to, like, the the right-wingers or the vets that still haven't, like, come over to the ideas completely as we – that we have aren't going to agree with that because they're going to 
make the justifications. And believe me, I made the justifications too, where it's like, you have crazy people in the world. They should be fully well protected against the crazy people. And it's like, honestly, like there's a certain point where it's like only a select few, if there is a police force, only a very select few of people should be kitted up like that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's, that's originally what, how it started. Yeah. It's one of those things where shit like, that. like something comes out that seems like a fucking great idea but then you don't let it spiral out of control. But and the foreign policy, control. And the foreign policy directly fucking reflects, like, feeds that, too, as, yeah. as we were talking about before. And, like, you can just look back at how many SWAT raids there were in the fucking beginning. It was, like, legit shit. It was, like, fucking dude has, like, a shotgun duct taped to, like, his girlfriend's fucking head and fucking <laughs> a handgun <laughs> the other shooting back at fucking cop. Like, yeah, you should probably have some hard driver dudes fucking go in there and take that guy out. Right. Like, that's... Like, if you can't talk that dude down, it's probably, you need, like, somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. But it, the, but then now it's, that guy has a plant. We're going to put fucking plastic explosive breaching charges on his door, door. And then blow in. that bitch open Keep and just fucking engage everything that moves towards you. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> Always a fucking dog, dude. Shoot the fucking dog immediately. Absolutely. But you Fucker. know, it just it's just like we first off, um America is a, a rifleman culture anyways. Like it has a rifleman culture. Yeah. They always have. That's why the gun debate is so funny. Hilarious. And that bitches as, actually think they can pull that shit off. Oh, and as vigorous as it is, you know, you know you know what I mean? Where it's just it's so heated. Yeah. All I love the it. time. I love it. Yeah, I do too. But what I'm saying is like we already have a rifleman culture and then we're going to give people authority over other people and then make them more like, well, <laughs> it sounds funny, but like well endowed, well, well equipped with this. We're going to have them at a military level of fucking gear. Right. And then, and we're just going to be like, yeah, parole the streets and make sure nobody does anything wrong. Like those. And it's like, uh, what's your definition of wrong? Yeah. What's, what's, what's wrong and what's right. And it's like, well, if they don't show you their ID, they're wrong. And it's like, all right, cool. And you know, at first it was like, all right, they're not showing me their ID. Uh, I can figure out another way, but now they're fully kitted up. And it's like, well, I can do anything. Like, even if this guy shoots me, I'll probably still live because I they're only yeah. going to shoot, like, in this general area because that's where everybody's going to no, shoot. No, you just feel like a it's, badass. Your testosterone's yeah. fucking going. Yeah, because you're, you're protected. You feel protected. Higher. Yeah, so you feel higher. heavier. You feel fucking bigger. You're like, higher yeah. on the food chain at that point. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Your like, hand's resting right on your fucking gun. Get the fuck out of the car. Yeah, <laughs> and it's pretty like, much. And it, and, and it just escalates. And at the same time, it's... I mean, we've seen it over the... 200 plus years that the America has been a thing where government just spirals more and more out of control. Like they have more control over, over us now than they have ever had control over us. They have more control over us than the British empire had control over us. Yes, exactly. And I love that point. That's so pretty. And I people don't understand that because, Oh, you know, we have representation. Yeah. We have representation and the social contract and like all these other things. So it's like, that's why I love calling people that defend like cops and shit like that. Tories. Like, Tories. Yeah. Tories and redcoats. They're like, what? No, I'm not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, you're worse, but yeah, whatever. You a Tory. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just uh, one more quick uh, fuck Nick Sarok, like, straight up. Yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> I don't, I, I still don't understand. I know, we kind of got off. I'm really glad there's, just, uh, 
like a couple of good people that I like personally as the minarchist of the show that I see <laughs> are trying to step up to the plate that I think would be a lot better in that position. Oh, yeah. That are radical enough to not to, to, that you they're libertarian and fucking they're not gonna yeah. try to make the party the same as the Republicans and well, Democrats. And like, well, my whole thing with you, the Nick's the Nick Sarrock quote uh, that domestic policy or foreign policy doesn't affect domestic policy because if we bump, I still can't believe he fucking said that. He's either like he, I can't believe he said that. The the if we bomb people in Iraq, people in America don't care, which it's a fucking true statement. But the fact that you're making it as the LP chair, that's a nationalist yeah. statement. It's dude. That's instantly what I, that's thought. a, my people that's, are better than everybody else's fucking people. Instantly what I, so I don't give a fuck about murdering people. That's instantly what I thought. Like yeah. instantly I was like, damn, that is so that's nationalistic. It. And that entire, like, if you go back and listen to the, the clip that's still on Dave Smith's thing, cause it's like 18 minutes long. Nick Sarwak goes into this whole thing about, uh, you know, being, um, being individualist. You remember hearing that part, right? Typo. He was talking about being individualist and this, that, or the other. Well, anyways, he talks about being individualist, but people are tribal and whatever. And then he goes and says something like that because he was arguing individualism earlier. And Dave Smith just keeps going, well, that sounds very collective of you, Nick Sarwak. That sounds very collective of you, Nick Sarwak. And just the fact that you can say that and be okay, like, is insane. Like, the fact that you can say, oh, if we go bomb 100, if we go kill 100,000 people over in Iraq or Iran or anywhere in the Middle East or anywhere in the fucking world, as long as it's not in America, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it has no effect. Like, on it has no effect. Us like, here. Well, first off, like, not even that part. Like, just saying that is fucked up you killing a hundred thousand people just gave one million people a reason to kill you right but yeah like not even going outside those bounds just being able to say if we kill them over there it doesn't matter yeah like that is insane to that's me. a disregard and for human life exactly and that's what our lp chair is yeah like fuck you bro and then to continue the statement and say that it doesn't affect us domestically is asinine because guess what the more people you kill over there, the more people that want to come here and create another 9-11. Yeah. And that's domestic policy in itself. Because guess what? We got to protect ourselves against those fucking Patriot people. Patriot Act! Patriot Act. And then the revision of the Patriot Act that yeah. wasn't the Patriot Act under Obama. I can't remember the name of it right now. But, you know, like it, it, it all ties together. Like what we do affects other things. And it comes right back to what goes around fucking comes around. Well, if you're the surveillance state. Yeah, the surveillance state is one of the biggest. And then now they just basically violate the Fourth Amendment constantly. I mean, they now you can they can arrest people just if they say that they think they're terrorists. Have no evidence to just say that they think they're terrorists. Or from withholding evidence. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fucking, what's her face, Manning fan. Yeah, Chelsea Manning. Yeah, Chelsea Manning. I'm not a fan of that person. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think a lot of the things that she did as Bradley Manning in the army was pretty fucked up in certain aspects. But then her saying that she's not going to testify against WikiLeaks, pleading the fifth, yeah, basically, and saying I'm going to plead the fifth, and then is locked up indefinitely, yeah, until she decides to she changes her mind, yeah, <laughs> basically, like that's fucking wrong. And guess who signed that shit into order? fucking obama yeah oh we're not going to use it on our uh, and this was his justification when asked about it 
we're not going to use it on Americans. It's just in case we have to use it on other people. Yeah. But guess what? Weird. It was used on Americans during Obama's reign, and it's used on Americans during Trump's reign. Guess who else is going to be used? On every presidential campaign or uh, every presidential cabinet, like, they're all going to fucking use it. Yeah. Because why not? It's there. It's beautiful. And but it doesn't affect the, domestic, it doesn't affect domestic policy. That Are dude, you fucking kidding that me? That dude either as a lawyer talked himself into a fucking corner or he's just an ivory tower ignorant piece of shit. I well <laughs> dude, it's really I funny. There's the second one. There's there's a lot of people that think that Sarwak is a CIA plant. <laughs> he <laughs> but, needs to stop making a fucking well, argument for it. Yeah. Well, right. I, I agree. And there's like he has like ties to being a CIA, like CIA too. And it's really funny. Like Dave Smith and uh What's his name? The the guy that's running for the chair, Joshua Smith. Joshua, Joshua Smith. Joshua Smith, the Navy guy. We really want. Uh, we should try to get him on the show. We'll try. But um, <laughs> it depends if he wants this as a part of his yeah, image. I know. What's up? I know. Sorry, dude. Welcome to the motherfucking <laughs> shit show. But, but, dude, I listened to that show with Dave Smith today, and that was really good. And they asked him. Well, Dave Smith was like, "So, what do you give to that? Do you give any like meaning to that?" Well, he asked first, like. Do you think the CIA has any operatives inside the LP? And he's like, absolutely. <laughs> and he's like, the, the I can't really even remember the guy's name, but the, he was like, one of the guys that created the Libertarian Party, when I talked to him, he said to me, like, for every 20 people that you meet inside the Libertarian Party, you have to expect at least one of them to be uh, CIA, NSA, Fuck. FBI, Fuck whatever, some kind of Fed that yeah. is out to destroy the Libertarian Party because we're a threat. And I keep saying were. I mean, I'm not a dues-paying member to the Libertarian Party. I still hold the argument that it doesn't matter if I become a dues-paying member or not. But Dave Smith brings up a great point that if a third of his audience subscribes to being a Libertarian Party person, you know, goes into the thing, then – we would control them. a bunch of Rothbardians would control yeah. the fucking uh, Libertarian yeah. Party. Uh, yeah. Well, they, that we would legitimately control the Libertarian yeah. Party and make it what we want it to be. So, and I understand that aspect, and I get that. Yeah. But I still think that voting doesn't fucking matter, and a vote for anything is a vote for violence on yeah, others. A third of our audience, we could probably take over at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we could I'm take just, over at Denny's. Fuck I'm just not going to speak out against things that might know, have the, exactly. slightest, the slightest chance of reducing liberty, and that's, uh, of reducing liberty peacefully. And that's kind of where I wanted to go with this real quick. Is that's, I, that's, I, that's I kind of got argument. off track, and I, I do like Joshua Smith. I do yeah, like him. He's good. I think he's. I like him. I think he's very well spoken. Honestly, I think if because uh, Todd Todd announced he's running as well, and honestly, yeah. I, I like them both. I I know I know people um, on our show probably have opinions about Todd and fucking, you know I'm not and a, Joshua Smith more than likely. I, but I like Todd. I'm not a big fan of Todd, and I don't agree with everything he says. But I he's, don't. He's, I think he has a good character. I think he has great character, and I respect him. But he's, I don't particularly agree with him on everything. But what no, I meant with this—that's because he's a pretty hardcore fucking minarchist, right? But what I what I meant with this whole thing was that you know, there's I what you said. I'm not going to negate people that are trying for more freedom. Yeah, and it and being an anarchist, it sucks to say that, but I know anarchism isn't going to start tomorrow. Yeah. And if it did start tomorrow, like all of a sudden the government collapsed tomorrow, it's going to be really fucking shitty. I'd rather I'd rather take really, really fucking big steps towards liberty for everybody. But it's not reality. But I am fully aware that change doesn't happen overnight. 
And if it does, it usually leads to extreme chaos. That is that creates yeah. another An instant big larger like state. Yeah. And that the best way to get my ideals out there, or at least my ideals to become the ideals of people, is to slowly chunk away at the statism of everybody else. And that's why I kind of like Joshua Smith. I, I think he's I think he sounds he sounds really smart. I haven't listened to everything that he said, but he sounds very intelligent and he seems like he fucking means well. And I like that about anybody. They all maybe that. Yeah, and he's yeah. a Navy vet, so I Good old probably car boy. won't hold it against him. And he lives in fucking somewhere ghetto in California. Love it. It's funny talking. Or Don't worry, man. We live somewhere ghetto in fucking Arizona. Dude, so. you know Mesa was like <laughs> rated one of the worst places to live in yeah, Phoenix, Arizona? Dude. Or in Honestly, Philbertos is right down the road. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. dude, I'm super literally, stoked about everything all the time. Distance. I can go get greasy, fucking amazing Mexican food. And I go there so much that I recognize the people there. So Dude, I feel safe. We had, a, we had a mom come to our door today. You guys weren't home. Well, actually. My food truck lady watch. is probably one of my best friends. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> good, for you, good for you, bud. Burritos. But there, a mom came to our door with her older son. It was probably like 17, 16. And her younger son. And uh, one of our roommates answered. And he's this big black dude. And he answered the door. And she was like do you have a daughter? And he was like, uh, no. <laughs> Cause it's, you know, four yeah. fucking shitty Marines in this house. Yeah. And he was like, no. And she was like, well, my son just got off the school bus and walked home, but apparently a, a girl keyed his back, <laughs> like <laughs> took like some shard of something or a key and like keyed up his back. Jeez. And so she's walking around houses and they're, they're white too. So it's really funny. I'm like, Oh, you shouldn't knock on the wrong door's house. <laughs> but like, they're going to, but she's literally walking door to door, like pissed. Like I'm going to find out. And I, I, I mean, I understand why she's yeah, pissed. Someone attacked her kid. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the same shit. Right. But it was just so like, that's where we live. Like that's where we fucking live. <laughs> I'll watch somebody across the street, steal a bicycle. <laughs> Dude. You didn't yeah. shoot him. What the fuck? Not my property. Dude. I'm not. I'm not fucking putting myself in the eye of Mesa PD. <laughs> yeah, dude. As a veteran with a fucking with nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah, with nothing. Yeah, dude, we don't well, have anything. Yeah, dude. I have my uh, my Marine Corps martial arts skills. That's <laughs> yeah. what scared him, dude. That's but no. You, anyway, no. You have like, to register that as a deadly weapon, dude. I know my arms. <laughs> my arms are registered as a deadly weapon. Yeah. Dude, the only thing we have here is the fucking thin blue line flag. Yeah. And Mikhail Klashnikov. <laughs> I love cops. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> go on record as me being, I'm joking, no. <laughs> fucking minarchists. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Fuckers. But no, I just fucking stay this piece of shit. I just think it's crazy that Nick Sarr walks the LP national chair. Dude, that's fucking insane. Oh, that's yeah, intense. Trash, dude. See, I plan it. And he's, well, and then there was a whole other part where they think that he's doing this so he gets kicked out of the, not kicked out of the Libertarian Party, but like he gracefully goes away from the Libertarian Party and comes back and runs for mayor in Phoenix. And I'm going to do everything in my power. And if he comes back and dude, runs you know for what mayor. The fucked up part is, though. It's like, he'll probably be the best candidate that runs here. I know. And that's, that's what's sad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Isn't that terrible? 
Because, like, I mean, I didn't know shit about him, but when Phoenix was having their election, I was, like, kind of watching, like, just on YouTube or something. Dude, we lost it at the last house. Yeah, it's like, this guy doesn't sound too bad. Like, I mean, I mean obviously, it was, like, the first debate I ever saw of Nick Sarwak do. Yeah, it was the first time I ever heard of Nick Sarwak. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. And, and then, he sounded way better than any of the rest yeah. of them. I mean, it was a bunch of Democrats, a few Republicans, and then a Libertarian, so... Obviously, yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, this libertarian guy sounds pretty nice. I don't even know who got voted in, actually. I don't give a shit. Yeah, neither do I. Fuck our overlords. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think it's fucking crazy. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't even know why I even cared. I don't even, like, technically live in Phoenix. Yeah. I've never lived in well, Phoenix, technically. Yeah, we lived in Phoenix in... Oh, yeah, I lost two houses. The last two houses. Well, I thought it was Alvatuki. <laughs> the last two years we lived in Phoenix. <laughs> well, I was thinking Alvatuki. Until this year, and then we decided to move to the place. worst... Fucking place to move. You remember move. when we moved to like that nicer neighborhood and like everybody looked at us like we didn't belong there? They watched us move in. Yeah. Like chain did. smoking cigarettes, just a bunch of housewives. Yeah, yeah. dude, they were sitting across the street just like watching us take our shit out of the U-Haul. They called the cops on us the first day because Jared's car was parked oh the opposite God. way of traffic. Because I was unloading shit and that's the way I parked. I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, neither did I. It should be a big deal. It, park it, it takes up the exact house. same amount of space. We were also in an HOA and that shit's communism too. Yeah, <laughs> probably because a bunch of fucking dipshits don't know how to make a fucking, like, flip a bitch. So there ought to be a law. There ought to be a fucking law. Well, all right. So I guess we should probably start wrapping it up, but we should definitely do the fucking. Tax. What your taxpayers paid for. Tax dollars paid for. We, do, we haven't done this in a while, actually. Yeah, actually. Well, we got to do better at this. Yeah. Well, I, kinda, well, I was kind of like, you know, starting to put it on our fans because this is a fan submitted article. Corey sent this in. Uh, so the Navy just had an audit and it uncovered $126 million in aircraft parts they didn't know even existed. Let me read more of the article, though, because it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> Not only did we not know that the parts existed, we didn't even know the warehouse existed. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Thomas it. Thomas Moldley of the Navy. I think it's. I think he's like a civilian contractor. Uh, let's see. And then it go. He it goes into it that the issue was discovered in last year's Navy Marine Corps wide audit, which Moldley said has helped the Sea Service correct some serious problems tracking it. His name's Moldy. Mold. Moldley. Moldy. Modly. I don't know. I, I thought you know. said moldy, moldy, and I was like, "Damn, dude, that's a shitty name." Well, he is a mold, dude. He's like a parasite anyway. He's working for the government. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so and then it's, he's quoted later, and it says, "When they bought those parts into the inventory system, within a couple of weeks, there were like twenty million in uh, requisitions on those parts for the aircraft. There were down because we didn't even know we had the parts in the inventory." <laughs> like, Dude, you know what's insane is like these parts could have saved pilots' lives probably. Yeah. Like, there's like there's such, especially in the in the Marine Corps, there's such underfunding in in like our uh, our air force in the military or in the Marine Corps. You Bro, know, I have the, such a good story about the, this. The air yeah. military, yeah, we can talk about it. Hold on, but in the air, like the air force of the military or of the Marine Corps. What are they called? The air, air wing. wing. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Is that what you were trying to talk about? Yes. The air wing. In the air wing of the Marine Corps, like, we have such a problem with not being able to sufficiently keep our our aircrafts up to, 
like standards yeah that like some uh, a whole bunch get redlined and then the people that like these lance corporals and shit that redline them get in trouble for redlining these aircrafts so then they take them out to prove that they work and people fucking die yeah dude like it's happened quite a bit over i if, especially with ospreys yeah it's happened like like CH-47s. Yeah, CH-47s. Yeah, CH-47s and Ospreys over the last... I hate Ospreys. I fucking hate Ospreys. But over the last, like, four or five years, since I was in the Marine Corps till now, so seven years now, that encompasses the entire time, 2012 to 2019, there's been at least one Osprey or CH-47 crash just in the Marine Corps that has killed Marines and sailors. Hells yeah, dude. That's fucking insane. Dude, it happens but anyways, all the time. Go yeah, ahead. dude, my fucking first sergeant when we were first training and uh, pre-deployment fucking training. And uh, we were starting to do like helo route training because we were going to be like on helicopters a lot. So we had CH-53s uh, and CH-47s. I like the 53s. 53s are pretty nice. 53s. I like 53s. You still get leaked on, but it, you accept things in the Marine Corps yeah. for what they are. <laughs> My first sergeant looked at us. He said, all right, uh, the guys, uh, first talk's going on the CH-53s. I'll see you guys when we land. Um, for anybody that doesn't die on the second chalk in the CH-47s, <laughs> I'll see you when you get there. And he, got, he laughed and got on his helicopter. <laughs> and then I got into this fucking thing. It's cramped as shit and no way made for anybody that was carrying anything. It was made for me to sit there in my gym shorts. <laughs> fucking, and there's this... Lights and fucking fluids just pissing yeah. all over the fucking place. Literally everywhere. And noises fucking happening, and it just shudders fucking suddenly. This thing was like falling the fuck apart. Nice. Dude, you know what's bad? They're about- fucking shit. Fifty threes are nice. Ospreys. Fuck ospreys, dude. Ospreys when are why drop- I was. Ospreys are why I don't like flying anymore. Yeah. When they <laughs> drop, dude, it scares the fuck out of me every time. It kills me. C one thirties are fucking trash too. Yeah, riding those fucking things, dude. Rode from those from fucking Romania into fucking Afghanistan. Fuck and they my just, life. You know, sometimes they just lose fucking power. Yeah. And you're just like free falling. And the pilot's like, at the end of the flight, comes back and he's like, that was, uh, that was pretty crazy, right? And you're like, dude, <laughs> fuck you. What was crazy? What <laughs> happened up there? Like, I was dead asleep and then all of a sudden I was against my harness falling seven... <laughs> Hundred feet out of the air <laughs> in the harness of this fucking ah, uh, dude. Ah, shit, dude. It was fucking horrible. It was on our way shit out of Ospreys. It was on our well, yeah. Okay. Ospreys feel the same way. You know, they just drop because they have to fucking turn yeah. their fucking shit. But they just they just fucking drop, and the pilots are like, oh, you know, it just happens sometimes. And it's like, yo, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like <laughs> the plane just doesn't fall all of a sudden, lose all power. And he's like, oh yeah, sometimes I do. And you're like, ah, fuck you, bro. Because we have this massive military budget. None of it actually goes to like maintenance. Yeah. yeah none it of goes it goes towards the F-35. It goes and sits in a warehouse so we didn't know it existed. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's such, it's so ridiculous. I love it. Dude, that, that's another thing. Like tied into Nick Sarwak. Like, dude, like that's, that's, that's a it. waste of fucking taxpayer money up the ass. Like that's $126 million that could be in the economy left in taxpayers' hands that they could yeah. use it on. Whatever the fuck they want, not a wasted aircraft parts. <laughs> or the, you know, whatever I said earlier, whatever number it was on lobster and fucking yeah, like crab. four million or something. Hey, fuck yeah. you! I like to have a lobster and steak in the Marine Corps birthday. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I, did I, I did too, but like, I know it's four point six million dollars. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. Come on now. 
I we expect we don't, nothing. We don't love the troops that much. Come on. Yeah. Well, we expect nothing. I'd rather get nothing than realize halfway through my military career that I'm just getting robbed from. Like, yeah. <laughs> like. Yes. I don't know, man. Like it, it was, it's just fucking ridiculous. I'm sure they can find good old boys that'll fucking cook us up some steak and lobster for us. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. And the fact that the LP chair <laughs> said what he said is fucking insane. I love it. I hope he. I hope he gets fucking butt raped in prison. Why is I just. I'm just gonna keep laughing at everything <laughs> happening and just like. We, he, he, you know what we should do? So Childerberg's happening during the convention, right? Yes. I'm not going anywhere so near the convention. I'm just going to get drunk with should, a bunch no, of No, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out. You know, we should have a tactical team go and do something at the the convention, bring somebody back to Childerberg, and give him a stern talking to. You know what I mean? A little, yeah. little finger wave in the face. Yeah. Allegedly. We should... <laughs> Should uh, treat him like the feds treat him. I was inviting right. the bullet in no way authorized harm <laughs> or maltreatment or kidnapping of any individuals. I'm not going to fucking world. waterboard any, him. Any Waterboarding is not that bad. <laughs> Waterboarding is not that bad. Waterboarding sucks. Unless there's alcohol involved for the people that are waterboarding somebody. Yeah, dude. It's alcohol. It's basically just... Oh, yeah. Waterboarding food. people's fun. Oh. Getting waterboarded. <laughs> Have you ever been waterboarded with alcohol, though? That sounds terrible. It's pretty fucking Dude, fun. That just, sounds That's just a barracks party. <laughs> that's, 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 that's just, just a barracks in Okinawa. It's wonderful. It's great. It's great. It's not. We snorted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We, we snorted schnapps. Why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I guess you can say the same. I came oh. out. I came out into the smoke pit and said, "Snort this. Don't be a bitch." And I'm like, "Why? Well, no bitch." Dude, What's up? Dude, I swear to God, if there was anything in the Marine Corps that made you do the most stupid shit, is like you will do this if you're not. Uh, you won't do this if you don't. You're a bitch, and you're like. Well, I'm not a bitch. I'm a, I'm a bitch. <laughs> I did the stupidest things in the Marine Corps yeah. after being said, if you don't do this, you're a bitch. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm not a bitch. So I did. Dude, there was a fucking, <laughs> there's a video I saw and it was like, um, so then we made all the boots do it. Like the, <laughs> there was like this, I think it was in uh, like military college and he was a cadet graduating being like commissioned, you know? Yeah. Or at least he's about to go in the military or how, how the fuck it works. I don't really know. But his graduation, he takes lemon and squirts it in his fucking eyes, and then says like this civilian in the background, I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? He's just so confused. I'm like, that that doesn't even surprise me. Anymore. No, it doesn't. Like it's that stuff like, doesn't surprise me. It's like, why would you? I'm not even asked. I'm You're pretty even, sure we snorted. Dude, I used to use hand sanitizer to stay awake. Yeah, that's true. I, I never did that. I, I was like, that looks retarded. I'm not doing it that. It fucking worked though. It got rid of some dude's pink eye. Yeah, that yeah, works too. It, worked, it got rid of my pink eye in boot camp. Oh, God. It's fucking straight alcohol. Yeah, much. it literally just kills everything in your eye, including your eyeball. <laughs> but, you know. That's why he's colorblind. It worked. <laughs> how scared you are. I was, I was colorblind before. No, for the those Corps. that uh, haven't had this experience, so in the Marine Corps, they take you all beat ass fucking tired in boot camp, and then they stick you in a super nice, warm as fuck movie theater for yeah. some boring ass fucking class about something over me johnson and the way marine corps works is that they have conducted the science that it's 45 minutes of instruction and then like 15 minutes of break yeah and your 15 minutes of break could be standing in line going to the bathroom or 
if you, uh, as we said, bobbed for dick, so you fucking passed out while sitting there, and the drill instructor saw you from the back, you got to go. Again. You got to go play with him for a little bit. Yeah, be fucking good old IT. That'll wake your ass up. Get that blood going. Yeah, and, right. and then you get more tired and get sat back in the chair <laughs> in this warm ass movie theater and sit for another forty five minutes. And now you're like. You're like, after this class is chow, don't, don't go to sleep. And then fucking next thing you know, his face is just in your face. I I mean, allegedly, this would have never happened to somebody. You're not like me. Dude, my, my drill instructor fucking was a dick. They all were. But I respected the fuck out of him in boot camp. Well, yeah, because... I respect him because I was some old bitch ass fucking eighteen year old. It's some twenty six dude, twenty six year old dude with yeah. two fucking cars. Yeah, and like was, a fucking Iraq and Afghan, and he's got like stacked, and he's all like, "Fuck, my it's crazy." God. I didn't like it. One of my DIs was telling me story. He was telling us stories in boot camp about being the first into Fallujah, and he was a Motor T guy, and he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't like to talk about this," <laughs> and I was just like. Fuck, he's seen some shit. <laughs> and he also beat my ass. <laughs> yeah. But I respected him for it. <laughs> In boot camp. <laughs> but that's right. probably probably a good place to end it. You guys have any uh, final thoughts? Nah, on- man. Uh, hey, shout out to uh, Friends Against Government podcast. Yeah. Y'all's six-hour fucking goddamn episode was fucking intense, but I enjoyed every it was second really, of it. Thank you really for the shout out funny. on episode 99. And Bird, that was a wonderful discussion. Uh, shout out to fucking Matt from Status Quo and Pat from Uncensored Tactical. Absolutely. Fucking love those good. Well, those good old goons. Those, those goods? Those, those goons. <laughs> Typo? Uh, fuck Beto. Fuck Nick Sarwak. Follow us on Facebook. Share memes. Not the real Typo. I'm out. I fucking hate you so much, dude. <laughs> God, it just gets worse and worse as the show goes on. Uh, I'll throw mine. Um, uh, Jared, fucking at the mongoose0861. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I also, I'm also the more participating member of the Discord, although we're all on it as well. Yeah. Discord's lit. Yeah. If Honestly, you, if you can get a hold of us on Discord, just fucking tag. Yeah, your, just tag us. Just tag us because then I'll go, like, I go and look at it, like, I try to once a week. There's so many channels. But there's so many channels, and they're all all going. You guys all talk a lot, which is awesome. I love it. But I can't get to everything. I do. I I pretty much see everything. Well, yeah. So that's why Jared runs the Discord. Typo runs the Facebook page now. Because I was doing Facebook and Instagram. Typo wasn't doing shit, like always. Being the best host, dude. No. How many fucking followers do you got on Facebook, Typo? They all think I'm the best host. (laughs) I don't don't let people follow me unless they think I'm the best host. I fucking despise everything (laughs) about you. (laughs) But, and then I run the Instagram, which we just hit over a thousand followers this week, which is fucking awesome. Uh, But uh, I run the Instagram, and there's a whole bunch of dope-ass memes on there. And I'm tired of y'all fucking... I mean, I don't think it's mostly all listeners. I think it's people that just follow the pages because they see a funny meme. Yeah. And then they go on there and they're like, oh, I'm going to teach these people about this sarcastic meme. Yeah. And Big like, brains, fuck dude. you, dude. Like, Big go brains. fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. Big but anyways, brains. you can follow me at Keep It Real Loop. I want to give shout outs to the Voluntary Vixens because they're pretty fucking dope. They're uh, all female libertarian podcasts and they're pretty they're pretty great like you guys have to go watch them i actually you have to tell me about them yeah yeah you have to go listen to them they're really good and then you have to go listen to the e-militia podcast oh, fuck yeah, e-militia. those guys are fucking great we're gonna try and start we're we got to get a couple of them on um we got a couple people that we want to get on and then obviously yeah thanks to fat cast 
status quo, Pat from Uncensored Tactical. They're all they're all fucking great. Um, trying to think of anybody that shout them out. Yeah, but I don't know. Go follow us on Instagram. Join the Discord. Hit us up on anything. We'll give you the Discord links and follow us on Facebook because apparently. We need to grow that, but whatever. Oh, uh, I was going to say, too, is uh, have the fans. Send, send, in, send us your, what your tax dollars are spent on. Send us your oh, stories. Yeah, yeah send us, send send us, us some article. fucking tax dollar stories. Tell us the story. DM us. Tag us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Just whatever you want to get the story out. But we're running out of stories. There's only so many we can tell. So Well, there's only so many that I remember. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's what it is. It's like every now and then I might remember something and be like, oh, this would be fun. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, uh, I mean, I was drunk for most of them. That's pretty what much. Ta- that's what your tax dollars went to was me Alcoholism. getting drunk. Yeah. Me so. making five years of my life a fucking blur so I can get out faster. That's how yeah. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So If I'm drunk, I can't remember. And, and I know there's a whole bunch of vets that have hit me up and like, Hey, I'd really like to come on the podcast and talk about this. Like maybe we'll, I think we're going to, we're going to look into either doing another episode a week or something like that, where we get on a, or at least um, once a month where we get on, you know, a vet and they can talk about like what they did in the military and how they came to these beliefs. Cause I think it's kind of important. So, um, yeah, that's the show. The motherfucking shit show. Yep. Hashtag not a militia. Hashtag home of the fighting mongooses. Fucking Khloe Kardashian podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fuck you. We're out. I got a piece.